So I just got back from Frosty Thousings and it was exactly what I needed. We are almost done with January and I've waited this long to put out an episode. My goal was to start right after the new year, but I had other priorities that I wanted to put my attention to. And so I don't regret not posting sooner. However, I do regret not being able to communicate that more clearly and consistently. I think communication is one of the biggest issues that I've had uh, over the course of working on content and having my uh, career job. Uh, it's just something that I need to get better at. So a bit of a tangent, but I think an important one is that that is a continuing goal for me. I have a lot of goals and aspirations. And for me to do that, I have to have good communication skills because I have to work with other people. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm completely bad at it, but there's a lot of room for improvement. And I think communication is really important for optimization. Uh, that's something that I care about as well because I can be in more places and do more things if I'm optimal with my time and my, my energy. So while still working on that, to bring it back to my point, I'm just coming back from Frosty Faustings. It's given me time to reflect on some things. Uh, it's given me a chance to work on my, my goals and my motivation, uh, reflecting on me where I'm at right now, a 36-year-old person who has a full-time job, a career job with a, a wife and a kid that still goes to fighting game tournaments. Now, uh, for some people, you're going to be like, you know, for the majority of us, right, uh, that would watch this content, what's the big deal? Yeah, so what? Uh, there's a lot of other people that... Either they have people around them or they've been, uh, I'm not going to say conditioned, but they've been kind of, I guess I'll say conditioned to to be ashamed of that kind of activity as an adult. Uh, it's seen as a child's activity. And I hover in those two worlds, right? I, as an individual who has grown up and have my own experiences, I do definitely see no issue with this. Uh, there's tons of pro players who are uh, very uh, high level, right? And are my age or maybe even older you know so like players like daigo takito uh, justin wong uh, chris g there's a lot of people who are around my age or older that are still competing at a high level now that said they put in a lot more time than i'm able to put in so i have to have realistic goals in fighting games right now or if i have goals of being better i'm gonna have to find a way to put time in to fighting games more consistently so i can improve and stay consistent, right? That's a commitment. That's a full commitment to something. And I've been wavering in and out, right? I enjoy playing fighting games. So they're a genre of game I'm going to play very regularly, regardless. It might just not be one fighting game specifically because I do like a lot of fighting games. So sometimes I hover in the casual area. When I was a lot younger, I focused more on competitive. Now I still am getting better, right? Just from enjoying the game and you know trying to improve because I enjoy learning how to get better at fighting games. Uh, I'm growing just overall. There's a lot of things that I think are an analogy to fighting games in my real life. People who've watched my content, you know that. You understand that. But people who are new to this channel that might be watching this for the first time, I want to try to introduce you to my mindset, right? Where I'm at with why I do this podcast, why I do what I do, uh, why I have the job that I have. Uh, and I feel like I can hopefully provide some insight that might help other people who can relate to how my brain works and how my experiences have collected up into this point. Right. First, let's talk about Frosty Faustings. But before we do, let's get some introductions out of the way. Hello, my name is Tavian, the philosopher Napier, and 
I love fighting games. <laughs> I love fighting games, but I'm also the assistant director for esports at Western Michigan University. Uh, I also helped found the Kalamazoo fighting game community, the KZU FGC. Uh, I like fighting games. I compete. I commentate. Uh, less so nowadays. Not I'm older and I have a job that I I love. Right. First, it was content. Now I work in collegiate esports, so that's that's a pretty awesome job where I still make content. I still uh, live stream twice a week. It's just not me doing it's my staff. So that's where all my streaming and content creation attention goes to. But I still have my own content that I want to work on. And the reason that I want to make content is because I think it's a good way to hold yourself accountable. You can go back and say, hey, I declared this thing and I didn't do it. And then you got to kind of call yourself out on that kind of stuff, right? Uh, I think there's a level of, uh, I'm not saying it's, right or wrong, but social pressure, right? I don't think social pressure is a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's just a thing that can help us motivate ourselves as individuals and as a culture to conduct ourselves in a certain kind of way. That can be used for bad or good, regardless. My point is, I, I have a weird background. I like a lot of things. I'm an adult that's 36 years old and like competitive gaming. And I also like personal development, martial arts, and a lot of cool things. And I also am a, a parent. You know, I have a five-year-old, so I'm a still new parent, right? Five years isn't a long time to be a dad, you know, compared to someone who is 36 who has a dad. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a completely different experience, right? He has a lot more experience, just also his own personal experiences that I could never replicate. So all that to say, hi. Uh, I like to talk and share my thoughts, right? And sometimes it's hard to get these ideas out. And that's why I try to articulate it. I have notes that I put down and that allows me to stay onto these points. And usually I try to go full circle. For today, it's more of a flow state kind of conversation. I don't have a huge list. I just want to talk about how I'm feeling and also circle that back to my goals and what that means for me for content that kind of stuff and as i said i want to talk about frosty faustings first as you might be able to tell i'm incredibly excited right frosty faustings if you're new to this channel or don't follow fighting games super closely uh, it is a tournament for fighting games it is one of the majors in america and it's about two hours away from where i live it's in chicago uh and i got to go you know through circumstances I was able to have a place to stay and save some money and, and go there. And for me, I did not compete. I did not compete this year. I thought about it, but as I mentioned a little bit earlier, I haven't been training that way. So I just wanted to enjoy myself. I wanted to treat this kind of like a, I wanted to treat this kind of like one part vacation, one part family reunion, one part boot camp. right? That was sort of my mentality going into this. All I wanted to do was see my old friends, see some, make some new friends and play a bunch of matches and lab with people at the fighting game center, right? The, the venue. I did all of those things. Okay. <laughs> uh, I definitely did all those things and I'm super grateful for that weekend, for this weekend. Now, one of the cool things about competitive fighting games fighting game tournaments is that they're they're public they're always public tournaments traditionally in esports a lot of times it's like the nfl right you don't have a open tournament and the top teams play in the nfl those are already preset teams that you have to try to get on right you can't just make your own team and say i want to play in the nfl not possible with a lot of other esports at the highest level that's not possible right the games take too long it's not feasible Fighting games are much shorter, sometimes ending in like 90 seconds for a whole set. A best of two out of three can end that fast. Maybe a little bit more when you take into consideration the breaks between each uh, rematch, but 
regardless, it's somewhere less than two minutes, right? Two to five minutes. Smash Bros is kind of the same thing, a little bit higher, I would believe. The other cool thing is that they have 24 hour venues where you can just stay there and play fighting games. Even if you're not competing, they have specific areas or setups that you can play on. That's pretty much where you could have found me most of the time. When I wasn't socializing or checking out the artist alley, I was definitely running sets or talking about fighting games or watching the tournaments. And it was great. It was great. I definitely didn't watch as many of the matches compared to when I usually go, uh, but that was because I was playing my own matches and learning from players. And I got to play with a lot of high level players too. I did a lot of Grand Blue this time, but I also did Street Fighter 6 as well, and a tiny bit of Tekken 8. Uh, I definitely like Tekken 8. I don't have it yet, but I will be looking into that later on because I, I want to have it because it's a tournament setup, but I also want to play the game because it looks really cool. I have a character, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but I think it's something like Azuchina or Azucina. Uh, character's awesome. It's like a cooler Lucky Chloe. <laughs> oh man. So anyways, yeah, I definitely leveled up a lot and gave me some time to reflect on some things. And with Grand Blue, right, that's a game I'm considering being competitive in while still training in Street Fighter VI. Those are my two games that I would care to compete in. Nothing else. Other games, for fun, I might enter to be a pop monster, but I'm not training in those games. I'm playing them casually. I'm having fun with them. In Street Fighter Six, I got to play against JB. Did it first to 10. I didn't realize it was him at the time when I sat down next to him, uh, but I realized it was him later on. It was like, okay, that would explain why he just 10-0'd me with Rashid <laughs> with the greatest of ease, right? <laughs> Oh man, I, I tried so hard to just understand what was happening. And I even played another Rashid and it was an eye-opening thing where it's like, I couldn't even appreciate how good he was because I just don't know what this character can do yet. And I don't know how to deal with what this character is doing. So I'm not even giving him a challenge to see the variety, right? And that was in some ways humbling, right? It's like, I still have a long way to go. There's still a lot of information that you don't have before you start getting frustrated about situations. Educate yourself, look into the character. There's a lot of different things that I can do before I'm gonna understand what high level play with Rashid looks like. Now, obviously I've been playing fighting games for a long time. So yes, I can fill in a lot of the blanks, but the nuance, the small micro adjustments or whatever the things that he's doing, uh, I don't see those things, right? Or I can't fully appreciate it the same way someone who understands the mechanics of that or the, the, the mindset or the psychology of it, right? Those people are gonna appreciate it or understand it or know how to deal with it a lot better than I can. And that applies to anybody. Right? If you're struggling with the character, how well do you really know the character? Are you just complaining about the character because you hate him and you don't want to put in the work? Or have you actually dug into the character, read all the literature, did some lab work, you know, learned all the moves of the character, read the descriptions, understood the frame data? There's a lot of different things you could look into before you start getting frustrated, right? And that I'm calling myself out on that too, right? We're, we're in this together. I'm not uh, trying to call out one individual or anybody else. It's, it's like, I definitely do it. And that's why I like talking about it because it helps me fully articulate that mindset that I want to adjust, right? I wanted to be more productive and sometimes I just need to turn on a part of my brain, right? Metaphorically speaking, right? As you can see, you can possibly fill in some blanks on how this could relate to other areas of your life. It's not exclusive to fighting games. That kind of adjustment and recognizing those blind spots in your logic or in your, your growth, it's important to see those things and call them out and try to find a more productive way to think about things or to approach things or whatever it may be, right? Uh, there's a lot of different ways that somebody can look at something. And sometimes it's just more information, right? Sometimes you might have to read. Like I don't like to read nowadays for some reason. My brain just like prefers audio or video and it's hard for me to read, especially with uh, ADD. My brain just 
doesn't want to. I can, and sometimes I have to force myself when I want to learn a character, when I'm getting frustrated, dustloop.com or, or full meter. I go to those, look at the numbers or descriptions, whatever I can. And that helps a lot of times to just understand what the heck is happening. Those are the sort of adjustments that I have to have. Like I shouldn't be like, man, I hate the way this character works and I don't understand the buttons. It should be, let me go to full meter or let me go to dust loop and look at this moveset, understand it. Maybe there's some special trait about it. I don't think I understand about it fully uh, or pick up the character in the lab, whatever it may be. Watch a video or a tutorial. These are a lot of things that can help us have a better understanding. And this is a huge tangent from my main point, but it still relates to it anyway, because it's about growth, right? You want to grow, you want to get better. You have to be willing to call yourself out on blind spots sometimes because you're going to hit walls or plateaus. And sometimes those plateaus are because they're more on the emotional side, not the logical side or not the practical or, or mechanical side of things or execution, right? It's going to be your ego. You're not going to want to learn from this individual or from this kind of character because you have some sort of pride thing. And you it might be so automatic you don't even realize you're doing it. And you might not realize what's the problem with that. Like, why can't I think that way? Probably because it's not productive. You can think that way if you'd like to. But if you're going to get salty about things, like, you know, in life as well, if you're going to get salty about your results, if you're going to get salty about uh, how your circumstances are, sometimes, sometimes, not all the time, right? We're talking about in general or possibilities, right? Everyone's life experience is going to be different. Their opportunities are going to be different. So before people start to just throw out comments, right? I just want to avoid that whole conversation because I'm not saying everyone has the same experience. Is that what I'm saying might not relate to you. And I don't want to get too far into this right now, but I just want to have a productive conversation where even if this doesn't relate to you, you can still find a way to relate it to yourself, adjust it, whatever it may be. Circumstances are different, yada, yada, yada. Okay, back to my point. With Frosties, you know, I went on Friday, is a three-day event, right? I think it, or four-day event, Thursday to Sunday, which is crazy, right? It's becoming more and more normal that Thursday to Friday is the new normal. It used to be like just Saturday, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That's crazy how big these tournaments are getting. Uh, I'm not mad at it. It is harder to plan a schedule around that and be competitive. So, uh, but I like the way they're doing it because certain games start longer. It depends on what is more popular in that specific tournament or that area. Uh, but it was just great to see so many people. I saw a lot of people from the House of M, like uh, D'Amico or, or Austin, as I knew him back in the day, but uh, he's a really cool guy, streamer. He's now a, a father, he's a family man like me. <laughs> uh, so seeing other fellow members from the, like, the Benton Harbor and St. Joe area, right? Uh, seeing those people, like that's where I really, really got my love for the fighting game community as a whole. Like I had been parts of, or been to other locals or FGCs, uh, but I think the house of M ironically became a home for me. It literally did become a home for me. I lived in a house where we held tournaments every week. So, and they were the people that took me to my first major. So that was a huge moment for me because that major is what really got me into all of this, right? Got me into competing, got me into doing commentary, into making content, into interviewing pro players, tournament organizers, commentators, uh, organizing tournaments myself, founding a KZU FGC, working at an esports arena and running their varsity program and the production. Like, I wouldn't have a lot of these things that I have now. Like, my dream job, I wouldn't have that if it wasn't for the house of them, right? They took me to my first major. That was huge. So getting to see them, you know, it's like seeing old family. It's like a family reunion, like I said earlier. <sighs> and sometimes you don't realize how much you miss seeing people until you actually get to see them again. And then, you know, it's only for a weekend and you're back home. And it's like, one of my bad habits is communication. Like I said earlier, I would like to stay in touch with a lot of my older friends. 
I am a very sentimental guy, but I'm so used to moving in life. My, my parents have moved a lot. Uh, I've traveled a lot on my own as well. We seem to be very nomadic in nature. I, I've gotten used to detaching myself emotionally from people and like not forgetting about them, but just focusing more on my own life. As selfish as that may seem, it just helped me as a kid cope with uh, meeting someone, caring about them, and then moving away from them, not being able to see them ever again, right? Again, this is kind of like, if you're not rich, you don't have the internet. So I, didn't, I don't think I got the internet until around 12 years old. So I, I didn't really, uh, couldn't communicate that way. That wasn't completely normal. That wasn't super common, right? It was out. It was a thing, but we didn't get it until much later on. I didn't know what I was missing, and it was still very rudimentary. Uh, all that to say, as an adult, that habit sometimes still permeates and... I have to force myself to be like, let me just schedule something. Let me, let me reach out. Let me try to do something. But uh, I've met a lot of people that I care about. And because of the internet, I still can communicate with them online. Uh, but sometimes it's nice to see people in person, or sometimes it's nice to schedule a actual like time to play a game together, not just interacting in a couple of DMs or social media posts or stuff like that, right? That's cool to do. That's fun to do. And it's also good for cross promotion if you're content creators, but uh, it's not as real I guess is the best way to put it. It's still a real interaction. I'm not diminishing online interactions. I wouldn't be the person that I was today or the friends that I have. I wouldn't have them if it wasn't for the internet. However, I have to acknowledge IRL interactions are king, right? Uh, and, and if not, playing games together is also great for, for me personally, right? Not for everybody, but for me, that is uh, satisfactory. It's not ideal, but it is satisfactory to be able to play games with friends because I do cherish playing games regardless of if they're physically here or not. It's just usually better if they are physically here. So again, seeing my friends, talking to them, playing games with like playing sets with, with people, with new people, having conversations, getting to know people from Maryland, from DC, from Seattle, from, uh, from all over the world. I even saw some people from Japan as well. I didn't get a chance to talk to them, but they were like very excited and they were taking pictures with people and they were just being like super nice. It was really cool to see, you know, Seeing old vendors that I've seen as well, getting bigger and bigger and bigger, like the Popcorn Baron. Just, just know that within the FGC, the Popcorn Baron, he's had lines for days. People have waited like three hours in line for some popcorn. All right. <laughs> I may, I may or may not have been one of those people. And I don't like waiting in lines, mind you. So not admitting to anything, but I'm just saying, just saying. All that to say, it was a great experience. I definitely learned a lot, right? Uh, I like this character called Grimnir in Grand Blue. Fantasy versus Rising. God, what a title. Huh, I don't like the title. I don't like the title of the game, but I like the game. Uh, that character is really cool. It's basically Swift Master 2.0. In my opinion, it, it's very, very similar to that character. And I, I'm okay with that, to be honest with you. I'm okay with that because I love this character. He's so fun. He makes the game like, uh, like super fast Pac-Man, I guess is the best way I can put it in a way. It's hard to explain until you learn the mechanics of how he works, at least in my head. Uh, but it's just like kind of like a bullet hell or something. I don't know. You, you'll see if you if I put up some clips or something. That overall experience leads me into my ultimate point, which is going to that event has kind of lit a fire under my ass in a good way. For a while now, I've been trying to work on getting a better routine. And I say that as I'm recording pretty late and about to go to bed, but I had to get this out of my system first, right? I want to grow and I have to grow as a father, as a husband, as a tournament organizer or a program runner, right? Uh, in the esports world and as a FGC founder, there's more that I want to do. Creating content, right? Consistently. These are realities that I want to be having. 
There's a lot I gotta do before I get to that, but I have to actually do it and do it consistently. And that has been a struggle for me. Primarily, sleep is the biggest culprit because that plays my energy levels and it plays with my willpower, you know, not eating healthy, all that kind of stuff, not exercising as consistently. These are things that I must master and do more consistently. I have a lot of goals and if I don't do these things, that kind of shortens my lifespan a little bit and the enjoyment that I can have. That's a bit morbid, but it is real, right? I like to be realistic. And as a father, I want to see my son grow up. And if I can optimize my health, right? Stuff's going to happen. I can't control. I might get hit by a car tomorrow and be done. But until that point, I would like to make my body as healthy as possible, my brain as healthy as possible. Uh, I want to function at 100%. And since this pandemic, I have not ever functioned at 100%. Maybe 80 at tops, but not back to where I was before. That may be the case where I never will be that way. I know that I went to an allergist and they do believe that possibly I have long COVID and that plays with certain things, but that's another priority for me, another reason for me to get healthy, to get my mind and body really clear of a lot of the junk food and unhealthy like thought habits or, or mentalities because I want to do more. And, and going to these events and seeing these people and seeing high level competition and wanting to do more myself. It is just kind of nice to have that extra motivation of I don't want to disappoint some of these people that have helped me get to where I am now. Now, you could say I have no obligation, and that's fine. I would agree. However, I have chosen to take on that obligation, and I use that to push me to want to get myself as healthy and as optimal as possible. So yeah, that is my goal. I'm not there yet. I'm working on that. Content is one way to help me do that. And conversations following that content are the reason why I make content. It, it helps me articulate my point and hopefully people can approach me and talk about it, understanding where my mindset is already, and then hopefully bringing their own way of thinking and what they know and separating facts from emotions would be ideal uh, to be able to explore these ideas and hopefully, you know, leads to some productivity, some action. And or a way of thinking about things differently that helps you get through barriers or goals, including myself, right? There's a lot of things that I have to learn and understand and start doing consistently to get better at the different areas of my life. For fighting games, it could be pressure, right? Getting more pressure, understanding the neutral better, uh, understanding the ranges of my buttons and my opponent's buttons better, whatever. It, it's doing these things, knowing it and doing it, right? And being consistent with that and then actually building on that foundation rather than doing new things or trying something new every single time, being consistent every time I need to do that thing, right? Could be weekly, could be daily, could be hourly, whatever doing that like you said you would that's where i'm at content is one of those things this is the first episode i'm not going to promise when the next episode is going to be i'm going to be real with you my goal is bi-weekly right now once i get to bi-weekly consistently for like six months then i can move on to monthly i would rather put out less episodes with better quality than more episodes with worse quality. And I don't want to burn myself out in the process either. So realistically, that's where I'm going to be. I'm trying to work on this process for creating this content, uh, getting it edited, and then getting it uploaded. And if I can get that down, then great. Uh, it may not be to the quality that I would like it to be, but at the same time, aiming for perfection is great, but letting perfection hold you back from actually creating is not great. So that's where I am. And thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you for being patient. I know a lot of people have been waiting for content or asking for content, and I appreciate those people. And that is one of the motivations that I, even when I'm not making content, I'm thinking about content. And I'm thinking about what I want to do or talk about. Now I'm in less of a thinking about what I'm going to do and just doing things. And then I can adjust as I 
get more stuff out there that I can critique, right? No more analysis paralysis, just creating, refining, growing, and getting consistent. So let me know. Did this resonate with you? Did this make sense? Have you had those experiences where you find yourself motivated because of an experience you had? Let me know. If you're at Frosty's and I met you, uh, let me know as well. Like, you know, what did you learn? Did I help you in any way? Uh, or what did we, like, what sets did we play? What character did you play? Whatever it may be. But I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, I'm going to get back to my job and do my things. Thank you guys so much for your support. And as always, I will see you all in the next one.